Welcome to Aetherius Radio Live, the Hour of Truth with Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze. We thank you so much for joining Aetherius Radio Live today, live on the 21st day of May, 2013. Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze bring you fascinating discussions and do welcome your participation. If you care to, you can call in and listen or call in and comment. The number is 646-378-0378. You can also visit www.bodymindspiritradio.com where you can join the Aetherius Radio live show page. Many people have. There's room for plenty more, so please do. You can leave your comment and commentary there as well. They are continuing on with an incredibly fascinating discussion of the 12 blessings. Here are your hosts, Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze. Thank you so hello, much, Annette. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, Richard in England there. Hello, Chrissy in America there. <laughs> well, this is a great pleasure to continue to talk about these wonderful 12 blessings, isn't it, Richard? It certainly is. But, Chrissy, at the moment I'm very excited about something which is the uh, brand newly designed Ethereum Society website. Yes, I saw that. It, Isn't it wonderful? It is. I'd like to tell, I'm sure we both would like to tell everybody about it, uh, org, And it went live over the weekend. And you can go and have a look at it, see what you think of it. There's lots of uh, new aspects to it. The teachings, of course, remain unchanged and they can't be bettered. But the presentation is is superb in so many ways. Just to name a couple of things, we've got seven foreign language pages. I don't know if you noticed that, Chrissy. Actually, I didn't. No. Yeah, we've got um, wow. an overview of the Ethereum Study teachings up there now in French, German, Spanish, Portuguese, Norwegian, Swedish, and Russian. Gosh. And, wow, and Japanese, I'm told, is coming soon as well. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's the step. Well, we haven't been, haven't been able to do that. By the way, I must mention the team who uh, worked on this website and put it up, and that's Mark Bennett here, over from here, Julian Rosser in New Zealand, Noemi Perkin here, and Oscar Leon in Los Angeles. Those are the four people who worked on this, and uh, they really have done a great job, I must say. They have, because there's so many different aspects to the society that it was, I think in the previous website, was lovely, but it was kind of hard to navigate. But this one is so simple, and uh, you know you can easily see all the different, many different aspects of the society. So please do have a look at that. Please do, and I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Chrissy, with, uh, with saying it's easier to navigate, because that's one of the great things they work very hard to achieve, and to make it also more comprehensive and easier to find events in your own local area. And we've got a lot of those going on at the moment. I mean, just on the 12 blessings alone, we've got uh, had over 40 lectures planned worldwide. Um, but it, it's very well written and designed. It's very user-friendly. There are a few things still to come, though, I should tell, tell people. The, there's still audio and video clips to come. They're coming soon. And also, please tell all your friends. Recommend it on Facebook. Get people to go there. Have a look. Um, and, and just make it as widely available as possible. As, as people know, we're not a sort of recruiting or converting type of organization, but we are very, very fired up about uh, our cosmic message, and we just want to share it as far and wide as we possibly can. Well, thank you very much for mentioning that, Richard. That's, um, you know, it takes I'd a long have been time in trouble with, if I hadn't done, I think. <laughs> no, but seriously, that's something I wanted to do because they've really done a great job there. Yeah, congratulations to the team because it's so artistically, it's so beautiful and at the same yeah. time sort of simple uh, and easy to navigate too. So it's sort of, they've done a really, really great job. Yeah, yeah. So well. we're carrying on and people, if people are listening to this for the first time, they should go back, make a, a note to go back at the previous archived shows and I think it's three now on the 12 Blessings. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is because we're starting in the middle here. Uh, we are. We're starting with, with the seventh blessing. And, of course, the 12 blessings, is, as you've heard previously, or perhaps this is the first time, is a wonderful series of cosmic teachings delivered to this earth by the Master Jesus through the mediumship of our Master, Dr. George mm -hmm. King. And it was given in 1958. 
and it includes a cosmic concept and each of these blessings is not only sheer poetry very beautiful but also extremely profound and we're discussing each of these blessings in turn and we've actually got to blessing number seven that's right and of course now we're starting to go in into a cosmic more cosmic direction aren't we chrissy with these blessings and of course the thing about the twelve blessings as we've discussed uh, in previous shows is that it's an extension um, of anything that was in the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, and I think we've also mentioned that the Bible version is uh, is not completely accurate um, as so much in the Bible. I mean, I'm sure the original delivery, had we been privileged to be there, who knows, maybe some of us in a former life were, uh, would be absolutely outstanding of the of the Sermon on the Mount by the Master Jesus when he was walking this earth in a physical body. But this is an extension of it, and the major thing that this does is to take it onto a cosmic level and introduce a cosmic concept, and that's where we really start to go in earnest with the seventh blessing. Yes, yeah, so perhaps you'd like to start by uh, talking about this blessing, Richard, which I should I say would, is like a, I would. a revolutionary I mean, thought, isn't it? It is, and there's one thing, I, there's a point I'd like to make about the 12 blessings uh, for those, those people who buy it, I mean, it's, and read it and study it and, and practice it is the most important thing, is that it, it's a wonderful, wonderful set of teachings. It, it's very inspiring, very elevated, but it isn't all happy. I, I want to make that mm. point. There are, there are things in the 12 blessings that are, I was going to say sad, but I would actually, Chrissy, I'd say tragic. And the seventh blessing is one of those. Another one is the fourth blessing, which we've already covered, which is about the cosmic uh, avatars who've come to Earth and and taken on ordinary Earth physical bodies to live among us, of which, of course, Master Jesus was one of the greatest of these. Uh, Another one, of course, was uh, Dr. George King, who brought through these teachings. And and there's a very tragic aspect to that, to the suffering that they, they experienced. And that's all covered in the fourth blessing. But the seventh blessing, even more so, uh, is tragic because it it is about the Mother Earth and it doesn't pull any punches whatsoever. And this is one of the wonderful things about all the cosmic teachings of the Ethereum Society. They are very truthful, as you would expect, very direct, and they don't hold back. And the seventh blessing, there are many people who've come across this even for the first time and been extremely moved by it. I don't know if you you had that experience, Chrissy, when you first came across the seventh blessing. Absolutely, and actually, um, I had an interesting thing because when I was young, I was in my teens. If you don't mind me just telling this little no. story about how I first came uh, across this blessing, I was in my teens and I was desperately searching, and I wanted an answer to you know what is God, and it was mm. really bugging me. And I was studying the Bible and. Christian thought and everything I could lay my hands on, theosophical thought, and and I just couldn't get a concept of what it was. And I remember I was on Victoria Station one day walking. I got off the train with my cousin, who was Mm -hmm. three years older than me, and I was saying, I was grappling with this, I have to know what God is. And she Mm. just looked at me and she said, have you ever thought that the nearest thing to God that you'll ever touch is the ground beneath your feet? Goodness me, an enlightened person. Well... Actually, she was a member of the Ethereum Society. Ah, well, yes, no doubt. <laughs> and um, I don't know, it was one of those times, I'm sure you've had them, and I'm sure listeners have had them too, where it was almost like a bolt of lightning hit me, of realization. Yeah. I, I said, this is it. And, you know, so she then she introduced me to the 12 blessings and the nine freedoms. But that was the first time I, I ever came across that, and it was a wonderful that's, that's... realization. Indeed, and I mean, I'd also like to mention before we get into the, if you like, nitty gritty of this blessing, uh, if I can use that phrase, is that of course Dr. King himself, uh, when he ele- entered the elevated state of cosmic consciousness, which he is described in incredible detail in a book called, many of you will know, called The Nine Freedoms, and I recommend you, if you don't have this book, to get this book. And you'll see in there a description, uh, and a very technical, as well as a moving description of cosmic consciousness in terms of the, the kundalini and the chakras and exactly how they operate uh, from one who really knew. And he entered this very blissful, uh, the ultimate state. You could, you could say this is the nirvana of Buddhism. And uh, But the, the thing that marks this experience out, apart from its 
com very complete description is that even after he had entered this elevated state, he was not satisfied. There was a part of him that wasn't satisfied by this and didn't feel he could remain in it. And the thing that triggered this was his awareness in that state of the suffering of the Mother Earth uh, beneath his, his very body there, his very feet, as you say, the most holy and sacred thing we'll ever touch. And it was this, that brought him back out of that ultimate in state of enlightenment and it back into service. And I, I always felt, and I even had the privilege of discussing this with Dr. King, this was his greatest single motivation. I mean, he, he was very, very de dedicated and compassionate uh, to humanity as a whole. That motivated him completely every day and night. Uh, also his own followers, uh, his own students and disciples who he had this tremendous love for, and I'm sure still does, even though he's not physically with us. But the biggest single thing I always felt was his compassion, his love, his dedication to the Mother Earth. Absolutely. It's so true. And um, this blessing allows us to really appreciate the Mother Earth, but also, more importantly, to give our thankfulness to give back a small token uh, of That's what right. we feel and appreciate. Uh, I, was, I was listening to Professor Stephen Hawking the other day, Richard, and, and he said we've got mm. a thousand years left on this earth, so let's mm -hmm. go and colonize the other planets. You know, well, yeah. that's sort of typical of the sci uh, scientific approach. You know, we've ruined yeah. this planet. But I was interested to read that some of the comments from people of his speech, because it was online, were saying, mm -hmm. well, you know, humanity is like a virus, and we destroy everything, and then we want to go and destroy the other planets. You know, so people, there is this oh, growing yeah. consciousness that we have to really, you know, the, the earth is so precious, and we need to do all we can to to preserve it. And these are very crucial times. Indeed, and and I, and I think also, even in the ecological movement, which has so much going for it, you still also get this very human-centered, humanity-centered approach so often. Not an approach which is centered upon her, the Mother Earth, the great being, uh, the goddess Gaia, if you like, of the, of the ancient Greeks, Terra, as the uh, Romans called her, but this idea of, you know, we're worried about our future generations, we're worried about our children, our grandchildren, not we're worried about her. And I think the seventh blessing corrects all that and puts it right and makes us focus not so much on ourselves, but even more so on her and the fact that she's even more important and greater than the whole combined humanity. Uh, this is what we should really be doing. We should be trying to repay the debt and we should, you know, if we want to feel guilty about anything, well then let's feel guilty about the way we've treated the Mother Earth. Absolutely, absolutely. Do you think, Richard, um, we, I, want, I might ask you to, to read the seventh blessing? I yes. I, I, I find, it. You know, it's an interesting thing, Chrissy, in preparing um, our, our, for our campaign we're doing now over here which, uh, and several countries in Africa and Europe, which is the 12 blessings from inner peace to world peace, we, we look to see you know, what words occur most in the 12 blessings, and love may be the one that occurs the most. Peace is not far behind. But another word that, funnily enough, occurs a lot in the 12 blessings is the word sacrifice. And this comes right at the beginning. So let me just do, do that, if I may, and read to our listeners on Ethereum Radio Live the seventh blessing. Blessed is the Mother Earth. Blessed is she who in sacrifice has made a space refuge for you all. Blessed is she who instead of taking the unlimited gowns allowed to this goddess did accept material limitation so that you, the lower aspects of God, could walk through experience back to God again. Blessed is the Logos of this earth for she shineth like a sun doth shine, yet of purpose she hideth this light beneath the bushel of a material form which renders unto man sustenance. Blessed is the Logos of this earth. Perhaps we should start with that section, Chrissy. Oh, absolutely, yes. Um... I mean, the, the, the big theme that comes out there, of course, right from the beginning is that she is sacrificing herself for us. She has made a space refuge for us all. 
and she's allowing us to gain experience. I don't think we take, you know, we take that for granted. We don't just take the material sustenance we get from her for granted, but also something even more important than that, which is the greatest gift from man or even God to man, which is experience. That's what life is all about. That's what karma is all about. That's what evolution is all about. That's why we are here and why we are evolving to gain experience. But we couldn't be doing it if we didn't have a place, uh, a space refuge, as it's put here, in which to do it. And she's providing that for us. Absolutely. And also another thing, I think most people, even if they have a great love for the Earth, they tend to think of her as a beautiful shining planet most beautiful covered by water and yet as we learn in the 12 blessings she hides her her true light her true being Mm -hmm. if you like beneath the bushel of a material form so this is an aspect of her a great aspect of her but it's not Mm -hmm. the 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 greatest of all you know she hides this her true light exactly and of course there's a an indication there uh, that she's holding within her her true vibratory radiation that you know, she shineth within herself, within, if you like, the heart and the core of this planet, is her true light, her true flame. But she can't let it forth because of us. Uh, it's because we need a much lower vibration because we're so limited and so terribly, terribly slow in our progress, much slower than we should be or need to be, that she has to hold back her light it's all the wrong way round, really. We should be striving to raise our vibration to, 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 to come up to her level, instead of which she's holding back her level so that we can live a more basic existence, which is what we do, us human beings. Yeah, and when we think about that, we realize even more fully that the sacrifice, I mean, that's it. I mean, you've put it in a mm. nutshell, Richard. Mm. The great so I read sacrifice. on then, Chrissy. Yes, mm. please do. She weeps not when the vandals do tear her body with wounds. She weeps not when the fools do commit foul acts against the very nature which forms her fruits. As yet, man, she has borne you. I request most strongly now that you do not take such for granted. She has not as yet demanded that you change or leave. I think there's a lot to comment on there, Chrissy. Yes, yes, absolutely. When the I mean, it's very moving, isn't it? It is. Sorry. It is. I'm sorry. Um, no, please go on. Yes, I mean, we, humanity, uh, we think it's, seem to think it's our right that we can sort of gouge, you know, great tears in the body of the Mother Earth without any any asking any permission. You know, we just go ahead and we dig for oil and we do this and that and the other. Uh, without realizing her true cosmic stature and her this great intelligence. And um, these words are very moving, as you say. Yes, because people don't think of the Mother Earth as suffering. You know, when, when we even drill for oil, when we you know, never mind do atom bombs, drop atom bombs or test nuclear mm. bombs and so forth uh, and pollute the planet. But all this causes her suffering and she bears it without weeping, without, you know, complaining, if you like. In, on the contrary, accepting it. And then the Master Jesus, I think, makes a very strong... Well, he says, I request most strongly now, which, as far as we're concerned, should be an order. We should take that as an order, I think. That you do not take such for granted. And here's a slight... Um, something, a warning to us all. She has not as yet demanded that you change or leave. And this really brings up something we talked about quite a bit last year, Chrissy, which is the great change. Uh, and, and we have actually a YouTube clip, it's certainly on my website, uh, richardlawrence.co.uk, that people can see about the great change, which was put together by Ayub Malik. And um, there people can see laid out that this change is going to come. And it's, this is the root and the real meaning and the real purpose and so many organizations miss this, of this sorting, of this change, it's about her far, far more than it's about us. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. It really is a revolution in, in consciousness. Well, the 12 blessings are, but we reached mm-hmm. this blessing, and it, I think it's 
particularly uh, very moving and you know it, it's one that we can all relate to because um, we're all here on the earth together mm-hmm. and I think for many people when they first read this they you know it's it is like a revolution in thought it's a uh, it changes our lives if we take it in. Mm-hmm. And we're her family, poor old her. And uh, <laughs> you know, we, we, we have to do something about it and we have to get serious. Especially, and this is where I think the Ethereum Society comes in with so many of our missions, which we're going to be going into in future editions of Ethereum Radio Live, like Operation Sunbeam, like uh, the Saturn mission. And the other spiritual ecological missions that we perform are, are all designed to alleviate and bring change, mainly for her benefit, as fast as we possibly can. Absolutely. Now, if I read on a bit, it goes yep. further. Thrice blessed is such a one as this, for by her wondrous selfless actions she proves how near unto her source she really be. Thrice blessed upon all of her hundred stages is she. Seven times blessed upon all of her forty-nine cloaks is she. For she has illustrated the great love, that of sacrificing salvation for another. That's a, that's um. That's very interesting because according to the reports that we have of what Master Jesus said when he was on earth, he said, you know, um, you should be willing, I, I can't get the exact quote, but the greatest sacrifice is to sacrifice your life for a, for a brother or something. But this takes it on to a much, much higher stage, that of sacrificing salvation for another. Not necessarily anyone you even know or is even close to you, she she doesn't owe us a thing. On the contrary, it's all the other way. And yet she is sacrificing herself, her salvation, not just a life, but a salvation for another. I remember you gave uh, an address uh, maybe a year or so ago, Richard, called The Great Love. And uh, that was about the Mother Earth. Uh, it was a very moving address, I have to say. Um, Thank you. Addressing that point, you know, the, the great sacrifice is the greatest love of all, really, isn't it? That we can't it comprehend is. It that is. sacrifice yes. one salvation for us. Yes, who indeed. Who don't appreciate at all or even care or know. Well, hopefully the people listening do. And uh, we can at, at least... The wonderful thing about these blessings is that we can begin to, to change, to give back, to give mm-hmm. our thanks. And indeed. And it continues, her mighty flame now burns within her large heart. There was a time when the whole of the galactic system could see this, but alas, ye have quenched it. Thrice blessed by God, thrice blessed is she, who has endured such terrible limitation upon your behalf. And yet when her seeking children come together and ask for the violet flame of transmutation, she gives this willingly, she gives this always asking nothing in return for her sacrifice. I really think that if you're not moved by this, then I don't know what can ever move you. Yes, that's exactly. Frankly, because it's, um, it's just dreadful in one way and absolutely wonderful in another. I don't know, Chrissy, if we've got time for you perhaps to lead us in the, in the practice of the violet flame before we go to a break. Oh, yes, that would be uh, my pleasure. Thank you. So let us, um, this is, as Richard said, it's a practice given and uh, referred to in the, in the seventh blessing. And this wonderful violet flame comes from the very heart of the Mother Earth. And it comes whenever we request this. And it's a wonderful visualization practice. And even if in the beginning we don't see it or we don't feel it, we should just know that it's there. And in turn, in time, through doing this on a regular basis, we will see it or feel it in some way. So this is a wonderful practice that cleanses and transmutes and uplifts and strengthens us. And so let us uh, prepare for this, shall we, by sitting up straight in our chairs or standing, if you prefer. And let us breathe deeply and evenly and focus our thoughts focus our mind on preparing for this most sacred practice which has been given to us all in these days. It used to be a practice only given in the ancient mystery schools 
but now has been revealed in these days so, so that we can all use this. And let us, using our great power of visualization, imagination, let us visualize beneath our feet the beautiful Mother Earth and offer a silent prayer of thanks. And now in all humility, with great love, humbly request her violet flame coming upwards from her great heart, up through our feet, the lower part of our body and aura, and take this right up through all our bodies, right up some 30 or 40 feet above our head or more, and hold this visualization of this beautiful, transmuting violet flame, which comes from the very living heart of this great goddess, the Mother Earth, and just feel this flame and hold this visualization for a few moments. Well, thank you very much for leading us in that, Chrissy. And that, that's a practice that uh, you can all use if you don't already. They bring a certain protection to you. And it's something we're told here the, the Mother Earth is always willing to do, uh, which is incredible, really. And uh, it, it's a most wonderful practice. It, it will help you, will purify you, prepare you. It's, it's wonderful to do before perhaps you start doing spiritual practices such as prayer and other things because it, it, it transmutes, if you like, the dross in the aura, the things that we all pick up, particularly if we live in, we'll have to work or live in a not-too-good environment mentally and physically, and this is a very cleansing and beneficial practice. What time, Chrissy, do we actually have to go for a break? Well, we don't have to, but let's um, prepare for the break. Let's have the break now, shall we? And then after the well, break. Well, should we just finish um, this off then? Because there's only a little bit okay. more to go, and then, then then break after the seventh blessing. Because the, the final statement that's coming up now is um, sorry, I think I'm talking over you, Chrissy. It's difficult when no, we're in different countries, isn't it? <laughs> Not at all. Continue, please. Okay. So the final statement is coming up now. Uh, this is the last word, and this is a very serious um, statement, I believe. And this is made by the Master Jesus here in the seventh blessing. You are commanded to think of these things and spread them like seeds of truth abroad. Then, dear friends, you will be helping the Great One in the limitation she's accepted on your behalf. Thrice blessed is the wondrous Logos of this earth, in the now and by now, so endeth the seventh blessing. And I, I think that's a, just such a wonderful, hopeful uh, statement. I mean, I had read and listened to this blessing for many years before I su suddenly realized, very, very slow on the uptake here, that we're given a key in that uh, statement there. We're told that we can actually help the Mother Earth. What a wonderful thing. What great news indeed, because one feels so helpless in the light yeah. of such a great being. You think, what can I do? Well, we're told what we can do. We're told, to, to, we're commanded, I should say, to think of these things and spread them like seeds of truth abroad. I, I don't know whether um, all the listeners and, and all of us have realized this, but when we think, as you're do, we're doing now in this program, it's not just for the people who are listening or listen to the podcast later, but we're also, by thinking of these things, we're putting these thoughts and these truths into a mind belt around our world, which is bereft of such thoughts, you know, which has got full of thoughts about, I don't know, soap operas and uh, various kinds of music oh. and sport and yeah, you name it, but isn't full of compassion and love and devotion to the Mother Earth. So by doing this, we are helping her. We are sowing these seeds. And once they're sown, they can spread. And the mind belt, slowly but surely, must change. And that must change our whole approach on this world to the beloved Mother Earth. Well, that's a very uh, inspired realization. Thank you for sharing that, Richard. And something that all the listeners can do too, can they not? They can mm. uh, tell their friends or their families about the truth of the Mother Earth and spread Indeed. this wonderful blessing and get people to listen to Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, to this this show and all the shows on the 12 Blessings, but particularly 
um, in the knowledge, as Richard says, that by doing so, you're actually helping the Mother Earth. Wow. Fantastic. That's incredible. That's wonderful news indeed. So, so is it break time? Uh, have our break now, and we'll continue with the eighth blessing, shall we, Richard, after the break. Yes. Over to Annette. Thank you. Thank you. You are very, very welcome. And we thank everybody who's tuned in today to Body, Mind, Spirit Radio. The program is Ethereus Radio Live. It is heard the third Tuesday of every month at this time, live, as is in the title. You can also go to BodyMindSpiritRadio.com, catch all the archives, sign up for the Ethereus Radio Live show page, which keeps you updated, as well as then take the opportunity to leave comment and commentary. We do welcome you there. We also welcome you to many of the activities going on in the U.K., Coming up very, very shortly, the 12 Blessings from Inner Peace to World Peace Campaign throughout Europe and Africa. You'll find details of that on the newly revamped website, www.ethereus.org. Please check that out. Pass the information along. Richard Lawrence has a workshop coming up from Inner Peace to World Peace. that will be happening Monday, May 27th from 1.30 until 3.30 p.m. at the Mind Body Spirit Festival. That will be... Uh, it's a 213 festival. I think you're going to really enjoy that. That will be in Earl's Court. And don't forget the Mind Body Spirit Festival at Earl's Court will be from Friday the 24th until May the 27th. And then again on that last day from 1.30 until 3.30, Richard's Workshop from Inner Peace to World Peace. You will definitely enjoy that. Various activities in Michigan include special Sunday service to celebrate the Festival of WESAC Sunday, May 26th. 11 a.m., all are welcome. That will be at the Ethereum Society at 3119 North Campbell Road in Royal Oak, Michigan, 48073. And on Friday, May 31st, Chrissy Blaze is conducting a Cosmic Wisdom Study Class at 7.30 p.m. on Let in the Light, be followed by my favorite cookies and conversation. This is presented at the <laughs> Ethereum Society, 311 North Campbell Road, Royal Oak, Michigan, and it is by Love Offering. For more information on anything Ethereum, please visit that newly revamped website, Ethereum.org. And now we return you to Ethereum Radio Live, your hosts, Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze, and the eighth blessing. Chrissy. Well, thank you, Annette. <laughs> Thank you very much, Annette. As always, it's wonderful the way the way Annette does this. I, I think it's fantastic, and all the work she does for this body mind radio, body mind spirit radio. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. Chrissy, I was going to say, you know, that uh, talking of festival of Wiesac, I remember Dr. King once saying, you know, that he hasn't really met hardly any true Christians in his lifetime, <laughs> and those that he has met are more likely to be Buddhists. Oh. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because I, I was running a workshop uh, last weekend. Um, was it last? No, the weekend before last, actually, on on the um, uh, 12 Blessings. It was actually our first workshop. in this. It might even be the first workshop that uh, has ever been held on the 12 Blessings. I'm not sure about that. But certainly it was, it was fully booked out and it went very well and it was great. But one of the people there was indeed a Buddhist. And even admitted that you know she had difficulties with, if you like, the sort of conventional language because much of the the wording used is, is if you like, in a certain style. Um, you know, you, you know, in in the Twelve Blessings, it almost not quite this, but sort of 17th century English in places, not in all of it. Personally, I love that. That was the flowering of the English language. You know, the time of Francis Bacon and so it's Shakespeare and all the rest of it, as well as the King James Version of the Bible. But she, as a Buddhist, admitted that she'd had difficulties with this, and yet, you know, she, the very core and essence of the Twelve Blessings was, was obviously attracted her enough to come to the workshop. So I thought I'd mention that. Oh, that's very interesting. Thank you for sharing mm. that. <laughs> yeah. Now, how, are we going to do this um, with you reading this time? Well, we could. Or would you like me to do it? Um, would you? Yes, but yes. Why don't you do reader, it? So. Well, no, okay. You're a okay. <laughs> Have a different voice. Okay. So we're going to begin by reading the blessing, shall we, Richard? Yes. Okay. So this blessing is, Blessed is the mighty sun. Blessed is the solar logos 
For upon this you and I depend for that vital energy which doth take us through valuable experience. Blessed is this one, for it shineth always in complete sacrifice upon the behalf of ye and me and all of us who dwell within its house. Send out your love to this. Send out your power to this. Know that even as you do so, never in a thousand million years can you hope to repay the debt you owe to this most wondrous being, this most magnificently glorious aspect of great God. O men of earth, turn thy face towards the greatest living entity in thy system and absorb its wondrous power deep into thine eye so that thine heart may be burned clean of impurity, so that thine eye might dwell upon this glory, yet not for dwelling's sake purely, but more for the sake of thy brother, who is blind through this part. Blessed is the mighty Logos of the great Son. Even I stand back in awe when I this pronouncement do make. For indeed, here stands a sacred jewel in the heart of God itself. Thrice blessed is this mighty Logos. Seven times blessed is each one of its children. Seven times blessed is each one of its 9,000 dimensions. Seven times blessed is each one of its 9 million. 456,921 cloaks. Eight times eight times eight times eight times eight times blessed is the heart of this. And nine times blessed is the body of this. And twice blessed in that, by that, as that is the soul of this. And once blessed in the heart of God is the spirit of this. Beautiful, Chrissy. Thank you very much for reading that for us. And, you know, again, we're moving up even another notch to an even greater being than the Mother Earth, which is certainly saying something, saying a tremendous amount. And, of course, you know, those ancients who did worship the sun and revere the sun... Um, were very wise. I mean, some of the missionaries who went over and, and, and regarded it as a primitive practice were completely wrong. And the Master Jesus makes it very clear that this is something we should do. I mean, everything, I think it's the Master of Theories who described us as solidified light. Everything in this solar system is solidified sunlight. All yeah. the energy comes from and through the sun. But, of course, the sun also is a great being. It shineth always, and that word again, in complete sacrifice upon the behalf of ye and me and all of us who dwell within its house. It's an amazing thing that so many of the ancient teachings, while being absolutely wonderful, and as you know, Chrissy, I'm, I'm, I'm a lover of the ancient yoga philosophy, and that's putting it mildly. I absolutely adore it. But the Ethereus teachings have gone, the Ethereus Society teachings have gone considerably further in, in this one vital respect of absolutely focusing upon service as the greatest thing. It's, it's, it's taken as read now by some people, I'm pleased to say, but it wasn't then. It just isn't enough to dwell in an enlightened state, in, 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 in defined mm. bliss, and that's the end of the road. And these great beings are all beings who have rejected that, who are sacrificing that, because obviously at some level that we just can't comprehend, they realize that we're all going back to God, and it's a complete nonsense to focus on your own development. I wish some people on this earth could realize that, even in the New Age movement, or I should say perhaps especially in the New Age movement, you know, when others also have to be helped to go back to God because we are all one. Oh, yes, that's a very good point. I, I remember also um, when you mentioned that we're solidified sunlight, uh, the Master was saying once that 
even the, the fingernail that you have, you don't own yourself. And, you know, people get so caught up in possessions on this planet. It's mine, it's mine. And yet, when we really have this realization that we are solidified sunlight and that we don't even own the fingernail on our hand, I think, mm-hmm. I find it very liberating, actually. I don't know Very why. liberating, yes. There's no such um, thing as possessiveness at all. When you really boil it down, it's a nonsense. And and send out your love to this. That again, the Master Jesus tells us. He doesn't ask us. He tells us. Send out your love to this. Send out your power to this. Of course, one of the great things, as we're told about the 12 blessings, which we have mentioned before, of course, is that when you send out your love and your power and your blessing to a being such as the Mighty Son, then by karmic law, that must be returned unto you. But, of course, it will be much, much greater. You don't do it for that reason. You should never do it for that reason. But you can know that you must get some return from the sun itself. And that, of course, will elevate you and will, it will be part of this perfect amalgamation in this practice of the Twelve Blessings. And, and, and I want to repeat that it's the greatest practice that we can do in these days, bar none. That's an opinion expressed by Dr. George King, and I fully support and agree with it for what that's worth. It, it is just a fantastic practice. And, uh, you know, when we do it, we must, although we are, we are just trying, we can't repay the debt we owe to this one, but we're sending a token, if you like, by sending love to it. But also, something must be returned to us. And when it is, our consciousness will be risen, uh, we'll gain a more a deeper cosmic concept, and we will be well on the way towards evolving ourselves too. It's all like a, a perfect circle. It, it, it's a, a win-win situation. A win-win. I like that, Richard. Yes. <laughs> yes, uh, we, we're instructed to send our love to the great sum. It doesn't need our power, but we need its power. And I think especially at this time, you know, as Richard explained how it works according to the law of karma, but we're not instructed to send our love to the sun because it needs our love. But um, it is for us, it will help us. And of course, as Richard said, that's not our motive. But this is such a wonderful uh, practice. And in the lead-in to the 12 blessings, Saint Guling, who leads in each of the blessings, uh, has told us that this blessing is the most important one to date. So from all Mm -hmm. these uh, other blessings, uh, this blessing, the eighth blessing, he says is the most important one. We are really going out into the cosmos now, are we not? The cosmic concept. Indeed, and contained in this cosmic revelation also are teachings at many, many levels. For example, the Master Jesus tells us to turn our face towards the sun, the greatest living entity in the system, and absorb its wondrous power deep into thine eye, so that thine heart may be burned clean of impurity, so that I might dwell upon this glory. But then comes this great teaching, yet not for dwelling's sake purely, but more for the sake of thy brother who is blind through this part. So again, you have this perfect balance of, you know, in other words, enhance your vision, your inner vision, your consciousness by dwelling on, on, on this wondrous being, not through the physical eyes, but through, if you like, the third eye, the, the Christ center, when we're capable of doing that. But even that, we are becoming more enlightened for the sake of our brother, because when we're more enlightened, we can serve so much more effectively. Absolutely. This whole running through the whole of the 12 blessings is this very high concept of, of love, is it? of sacrifice. Uh, mm-hmm. the highest concept of love that we can really understand. And this is one of the, the big things that we grapple with on this earth, and really the 12 blessings gives us the answers. It's not easy. It but does. It's, it's wonderful to have the truth and to know what to do about it too, which is to use these blessings too. And the next part I, is absolutely incredible, is it not, Richard? Even I, I stand back in awe when I, this pronouncement, do make the Master Jesus. Even he stands back in awe for mm-hmm. indeed here stands a sacred jewel in the heart of god itself wow <laughs> and that's something really that uh, only he could say and it puts in perspective i am sorry to say this really the orthodox views there very 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 quickly because the orthodox view of him as being god 
um, is put in its rightful context. He's a God, certainly, compared to us. He's far, far infinitely nearer to God. But he himself, by saying he stands back in awe, uh, you know, is, is making it clear that he doesn't regard himself as in the same league, if you like, or you know, in the same sentence, um, as a being as great as the mighty sun. Absolutely. Mm. And there are many references, maybe some people will have picked up on this, to, to cloaks uh, and gowns. Uh, we've had some in the last blessing too. And of course this is a term which represents initiations, the gowns or the cloaks of initiation. And, and then you have some interesting... Sorry. I'm sorry, I think you were going to say that. Numerology. Uh, yes, numbers. exactly what I was going to say. There we were. <laughs> you, you say you know more of numerology than I do, Chrissy. Well, I don't know about that, but um, we we see many times, uh, especially right near the end, eight times eight times eight times eight times eight times eight times eight. I think I've said one too many, but uh, the number eight, of course, is is um, five very altogether. One in this blessing. I'm sorry. There are five altogether. Five eights. Five, yes, and this mm-hmm. is the eighth blessing in numerology. Certainly, the number eight is a number of of power. Um, it is a number of infinity. It's, um, it's, it's, a, it's if a magnet is photographed, the magnetism moves in a figure eight. You know the the figure of infinity. So it's a very powerful number, and I can't claim to know uh, too much more about it than that. But I do know it's a highly, highly significant number. And the fact mm-hmm. that there are five times the number five is also very significant. The mystic number of change, and uh, and so on. Mm, interesting, very, very interesting. There's quite a lot of numerology in the. That's that's a study for someone to do, isn't it? The numerology in the twelve blessings. Because Actually, there are lots, yes, lots of like use a great of numbers, book, doesn't it, Richard? <laughs> <laughs> that's one for you, I think, or maybe for our friend Molly, one day. Yes, yes. There is and talking a reference about the sun, I've... if I could just bring in a little yes. astrological thing, perhaps. Mm. Um, you know. We don't need astrology, but it is a very, very useful study and uh, something that I study. And in astrology, the sun represents the soul or the essence which motivates us. And it's the energy of the sun in astrology that allows us the soul's expression on the plane of manifestation, if you like. And mm-hmm. when we, I always say to my clients, when we, if we can fully embrace the power of the sun in our charts, in our lives, then we more fully embrace uh, our soul, if you like, our creativity, our joy, our love, our divine aspects. And uh, I, we're moving through the lifetimes and learning the lessons uh, of the sun in different of the 12 signs of the zodiac brings to us. And uh, Master Jesus says the sun is a great intelligence and entity, as indeed are all the planets. And this, this great entity is constantly radiating its energy through the solar system, sustaining life and there are many theories about astrology and nobody knows for sure why it works or how it works but one thing is clear to me that um, we can't learn and experience all the lessons that the sun brings to us in one lifetime if that if if that makes sense and i believe that's why um, we we go through different signs of the zodiac to give us an opportunity to learn in small doses a, a greater appreciation very small doses and then to move upwards to a greater and deeper realization of this. So it's like we get little glimpses of small aspects of how this great being operates, uh, if that makes sense. But, it's um, very eloquent, it's very, very eloquent, Chrissy. <laughs> well, we'd better move on. There's so much more we could say about the, the, the mighty sun, but we need to move on to the ninth blessing, I think, while we've still got some time left on our, our one hour, our hour of truth. And shall I read the ninth? Oh, please do. So this is the ninth blessing. Blessed are the supreme lords of karma. For these ones, great above words, more holy even than the mighty sun, stretch their influence throughout all the galaxy, so that the great laws of God, the great laws which are God, may be perfect in their balance. These great and mighty lords of karma make it possible for fools like ye and me to gain that experience which will lead us to the Godhead as conscious gods. Blessed are these great and mighty ones who in millions of time units 
sacrifice their bliss so that countless trillions of life streams throughout the great galactic system may go back to God. Blessed are these ones in their goodness, in their justice, in their perfection. So holy, so sacred are these mighty beings, the common man may not even know their names. So sacred, so great are these mighty beings, that even the perfects of Saturn whisper their names but gently, with a heart full of fashioned respect. Men, you will never repay the debt you owe to these ones. Thrice blessed are the seven, thrice blessed are the fourteen, thrice blessed are the twenty-one, and once blessed is the one who stands in the exact centre of this circle. So endeth the ninth blessing. Well, thank you very much for reading that. It was a beautiful reading. Thank you, Richard. Oh, that's, uh, it's so hard to do justice to the beauty of these words. I think this is, well, I, to say it's one of my favorites, I mean, they're all favorites, aren't they? But I, I think there's something about karma. You know, it's one of those things that um, some people just don't get it, and some people don't seem to even like it. They seem to think, oh dear, you know, they talk about karma as though it's some bad thing, some, oh dear, I'm getting some karma. But of course, it's absolutely put right here. It's a wonderful, holy, it's an aspect of God, karma. Uh, it, it's a manifestation of God. And these are the beings revealed to us here, we're going even beyond the sun now, who um, fashion and make this law work in its perfection and its balance. And that in itself is such um, a wonderful, joyful thought that the whole universe is alive and full of hierarchies, which it's not just like a cold, lifeless universe with cold, lifeless planets. Everything is alive. And even behind the law of karma, which is not just a physical law of action and reaction is opposite and equal, but it's a, a living, it's an aspect of God itself. And one within and behind the law are these great lords. I mean, it's so wonderful. It is. And one of the statements that really, when, when Dr. King first um, received these communications and, and, and started to turn his attention to them and his lectures I want to recommend again they're outstanding when you, when you listen to the, the CD album we have of the uh, lectures by Dr. King on the Twelve Blessings you're getting the wisdom of two great masters you're getting obviously the fantastic beautiful teachings of the Master Jesus and you're getting another insight into them a somewhat different approach to the same great truths from Dr. King, and he stated that he was absolutely, uh, I don't know what he said, shocked, but uh, really affected by the statement in, in this blessing, which I'll now read again. These great, great and mighty lords of karma make it possible for fools like ye and me, and then there's this bit, to gain that experience which will lead us to the Godhead as conscious gods. I mean, what a, what a perfect description of, of the evolution and the purpose behind it. Now, even though we can't fully understand that purpose and the real why uh, of manifestation and, and, and why God saw fit to bring about evolution in the way that it did, uh, nevertheless, that summarizes it in a way. The experience w will lead us to the Godhead as conscious gods. So we, we, will, we will return as something we weren't before. And that's summarized in that beautiful aphorism in the Ninth Blessing. Perhaps you could explain, Richard, to the listeners too, what is meant by conscious gods. Well, I'd have to be very enlightened to do that, and I'm not very <laughs> enlightened. But um, certainly it must ha be to do not with just, certainly not just the conscious mind. It's about consciousness, I'm absolutely sure, of course. Uh, realization has taken place in some form that we can't comprehend. All the lessons that there are to be learned through experience, from involution all the way back through evolution and back to the state uh, that, that God of perfection that is God, the Godhead, if you like, the difference being that consciousness. It, it, it's something I don't think I could do justice to in some type of intellectual or um, intelligent, if possible, <laughs> explanation. I think it's something for us to contemplate upon and when we can to meditate upon because I think every time we look at a statement like that, 
more realization will dawn upon us of, it, of its true meaning. Well, thank you, Richard. Um, I also wondered, and we only have five minutes left, unfortunately, mm. if you might be so kind as to read the um, part after the blessing. Because yes. Just so interesting and so I would beautiful. love to. I've got to be honest. I really would. <laughs> so let me do that. Oh, sweet little God-respecting children, think on these things, but always. Do not let a moon set or a sun set before you think upon them, before you help constructively these mighty ones. By the strict control of your own thoughts and actions, bring these within the great law, and you'll be praying a greater prayer than that of words. Be good, be tolerant, be kind, be merciful, be gentle, be humble, and you will be great. Then you'll be helping the sacred ones whose names may not be mentioned even in closed session. Could I pause at that point, Chrissy, and just say that here we have another fantastic message of hope from the Master Jesus, which even some regular practitioners of the Twelve Blessings may not have picked up on, because it took me a while before I picked up on this, we are told here that we can actually help the Supreme Lords of Karma. What an incredible thing, and how do we do that? And this is something I can assure you is work in progress for me, by being good, being tolerant, being kind, being merciful, being gentle, and being humble, uh, and then we'll be great. And then when we do that, we'll actually help the Supreme Lords of Karma themselves. That is a real revelation. It it's certainly one, I have is. To say, I missed until you explained it. Yeah. Well, it you know there's so much, and I've, uh, there's so much I'm sure I've missed that I'm still discovering. But because we're running out of time, let me read on and finish this excerpt at the end of the ninth blessing, just after it. Bless your brothers, bless the Logos of your earth, bless the mighty solar Logos, and then bless the supreme lords of karma, and you will discover a satisfaction beyond all words. Act in my name in this way, and the reaction will be peace, and even something more, something greater than that. O oh, adorable children, go with God. Chrissy, in our, in our lectures and workshops, our particularly workshop on the uh, from inner peace to world peace we've been exploring that thing which is even greater than peace or trying to and what that can be and uh, you know it's very interesting is it uh, a realization that deep warm feeling of spiritual accomplishment referred to by dr george king uh, when we actually bless our, our brothers when we've in other words practiced the 12 blessings all the way up to this point and we're performing service we'll discover that satisfaction which is we're told uh, something even greater than peace and of course is it the selflessness of service which produces something greater than even inner peace much as that is necessary for ourselves that again i think is another contemplation on which to end our program Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Richard, for all the revelations that you gave today. It's been fantastic. Fantastic and journey. And you too, it? Chrissy. No, it's a fantastic journey, This, uh, these 12 blessings. It's such a great honor for me personally to be a part of this. And um, I just want to say, we've only got a couple of minutes left, but please do, please do practice these blessings and you will find, you'll have your own unique uh, realizations too along the way. Indeed. So, uh, over now, I think, to Annette, because I th anything else that you wanted to say, Richard, before we close? I just want to say to all our listeners, God bless you all, and I uh, hope you will find uh, the wonderful experiences, and probably more than anything we've even touched upon from practicing the 12 blessings. Thank you. And we certainly do thank and welcome everyone who's been part of this wonderful journey on Ethereus Radio Live through the 12 blessings. It will continue next month, of course, because we... I still have more to go. How wonderful. Please, 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 please visit the newly revamped website, Ethereus.org, and see all the wonderful, wonderful energies that they have put into that. Lots of hard work 
And if you're in the United Kingdom, please plan to attend Richard's workshop from Inner Peace to World Peace Monday, May 27th from 1.30 until 3.30 p.m. This will be at the Mind, Body, Spirit Festival in Earl's Court. Also, too, that festival actually starts on Friday, May 24th and runs through Monday, May 27th. Chrissy will be delivering a Cosmic Wisdom study class, 7.30 p.m., Let in the Light, followed by Cookies and Conversation at the Etheria Society 311 North Campbell Road in Royal Oak, Michigan. We also invite you to a special Sunday service to celebrate the Festival of WESAC on Sunday, May 26th at 11 a.m. All are welcome, and all are welcome again to return to Ethereus Radio Live the next time we are live here on Body, Mind, Spirit Radio. <laughs> 